The current policy is that alcohol and tobacco, which are the two biggest problems, are completely legal and made articles more or less of ordinary commerce, while the opiates, the stimulants, uh, and cannabis are completely illegal and enforced with a enforcement approach that's mostly about reducing the flow of production and transportation. Um, all of that's wrong, so it's not, not hard to improve from there. Uh, with respect to alcohol and tobacco, you want the prices to go up. You want the balance of information getting to consumers moving away from commercial marketing and toward public health information. And in particular, in the case of alcohol, you want to identify the relatively small but absolutely large number of people who misbehave under the influence and damage other people and force them to cut back or stop drinking. That's been demonstrated in the U.S. with, with drunk drivers. Um, put them on a breathalyzer test twice a day. Say so you have to not drink for the next 90 days. That turns out to improve their behavior with respect to driving for the next two years and as an unintended side effect, shrink domestic violence measurably. So we've got two bad examples of legalized drugs. Um, on the illegal drug side, <clears throat> the obvious conclusion is if the current prohibition isn't working, replace it with some sort of legal availability. That might be right, might be right for cannabis in particular. Um, but within the regime of prohibition, you could refocus enforcement effort away from the rather futile attempt to reduce the flow of drugs toward the quite practicable goal of reducing the violence, disorder, and corruption that comes from the illicit trade by targeting not the largest producer, but the most violent producer. And it seems to me you could great, greatly reduce the damage done by drug trafficking to source and transit countries if you refocused enforcement effort. In the consumer countries, there's a lot of local domestic law enforcement chasing drug dealers. Again, not a very useful activity since drug dealers are replaced, and some effort at either voluntary or coerced treatment. Um, I regard all of that as relatively low value activity compared to the activity of saying to people who've made their drug use somebody else's problem by committing non-drug crimes, uh, you have to stop. As a condition of your probation from your latest burglary, we're going to put you on random drug testing and every time you test positive, you're spending a couple of days in jail. It turns out that something like 90% of people who look addicted to a clinician can and will stop if there's an immediate, certain, and relatively modest sanction for every instance of detected use and if use is likely to be detected. Uh, doing that in the consumer countries is the best way to reduce the pressure on the source and transit countries.